0: All right. Well, welcome to the first of nine bonus episodes that are dedicated to the nine essential attitudes. And Claudio had an amazing idea of because there is not one that's more important than the others. Then we're going to order these uh, (laughs) sort of lighter to heavier with something a little bit more like a dessert round toward the end, which will be an interesting exercise for us Claudio where are we starting what is our amuse-bouche well the amuse-bouche is beginner's mind I love that yeah beginner's mind curiosity right I mean we all need more curiosity should I even say that
1: not at all I think that it's that we need to be reminded about that right yeah think about how closed off how closed off we are many times right
0: my, my mind uh, actually goes back to like experiencing the beach um, with, with a family or if you're not in a family watching another family and often children will go to the ocean with an empty bucket and they'll get the ocean water and mm. they'll just be amazed by what they capture inside and that's a great way to sort of Picture the beginner's yeah. mind, right?
1: So it's like a childlike mind, right? the The child is a metaphor for something that we want to um, recognize that it's present in us. Yeah, it doesn't go away when we're children. I'm so when we become adults. Yeah, we we kind of um, layer things on top of it, and it becomes perhaps harder to access. Right, but mm-hmm. the beginner's mind is a reminder that that quality and that attitude is inherent in us
0: and I, and I believe as adults, when we we know, quote unquote, when we know what's in the ocean, yeah. right ah, there's oceany stuff in the ocean, yeah
1: been there done that, yeah, so it's, it seems like it's like an antidote. For that mind of been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. I know, I know this. S- I know how he's going to respond to me.
0: I know what they're going to say. Yeah. Right? And so then John Kabat-Zinn put this in his book, Full Catastrophe Living, to suggest that we should be more curious, continuously curious throughout our lives and not just go around... Being an expert on things or thinking that we know everything, right?
1: Sure, sure. And uh, and really, uh, Beginner's Mind was popularized by Susushi Roki. He's the founder of the San Francisco Zen Center back in the 60s and 70s. -hmm. And he wrote one of those classic books called Beginner's Mind, Zen Mind, or Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind. Okay. And one of the quotes that JKZ and others you know, quote to death. And I've quoted it as well. So I'm guilty of that, but it's a really good quote, which is that in the beginner's mind, the possibilities, I'm sorry, in the expert's mind, the possibilities are finite. In the beginner's mind, the possibilities are infinite. Mm. So, right. So how can we arrive at this moment with an understanding that we may not know the whole picture of this moment? Right. And if we bring that sense of openness and wonder and curiosity and marvel and grace
0: that's that's beautiful and i'm also thinking it's beautiful that this is our very first one that we're touching on because what we don't want is for folks to think okay patience yeah whatever trust yeah i'm good at that right letting go yeah letting go i got it right but but to really ask yourself intently you know are there ways that we can be more patient? Are, are there things that perhaps we need to let go of about ourselves or thoughts or beliefs? Right? Sure.
1: And the beginner's mind is the doorway for that right there. That's cool. Right? So yeah. it's, um, for me, how it made sense on my path was and this had to do with the impatience, which I shared with you was my my let's say my challenge, right? Mm -hmm. Um, folding clothes like laundry clothes. Yeah. I (laughs) found that to be so monotonous and so I just wanted to get it done. Same. And my one of my teachers in New Mexico, he said, you know what? Instead of rushing through that experience and daydreaming that about that experience or pushing away the experience itself, Why don't you approach it with a fresh mind and just be really curious about like folding the clothes? I thought he was crazy. Like, what do you mean to be really (laughs) curious about folding my underwear? Oh, come on. Right. Um, But I practiced it. Yeah. And the moment that I did, it just kind of brought this light dose of ease to just me. Yeah. Being with my clothes in my room, Mm -hmm. holding one thing at
0: a time. I love that. A light, Dose of ease. Yeah. All right. Well, I would say that's probably enough of us rambling about beginner's mind. Let's go ahead and jump into our guided meditation. If you haven't done so already. Let's find our meditation posture. Take a minute or two to. Settle in, get comfortable, whether you're on your meditation cushion, perhaps on the couch or in a chair, and let's take a deep breath together, in and out. Maybe one more time. Let's settle in. We're going to talk a bit about a beginner's mind. It's a great way to begin because It is with a beginner's mind. When we bring a beginner's mind to each of the attitudes, we can see them differently and experience them differently. A beginner's mind is a mind that can see every experience fresh and new. It's a mind or attitude that is. Infinitely open, curious, and non-judgmental. It's so easy for us to go on autopilot and see things, see the world, the way we always see things, the way we always see the world. And honestly, this is the way we spend most of our lives. But if we do this for a long time, the heart can get crusty or hardened or set in its ways. Beginner's mind is the antidote for that crusty heart. (laughs) Kind of a funny thought, isn't it? Let's take another deep breath in and out, and then return to your normal breathing pattern. One of my favorite quotes from Thich Nhat Hanh is related to beginner's mind. He says, our only job is to remain open. Usually, when we hear or read something new, we just compare it to our own ideas. If it is the same, we accept it and say that it is correct. If it is not, we say it is incorrect. In either case, we learn nothing. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and close your eyes and let's settle in. I'm about to hop on a plane fly across the country to go to a funeral of a dear friend. And I can't think of a better frame of mind, a better approach or attitude to take than beginner's mind. Right now, for me, I really need this. I love the idea of reframing. Reframing is a way of changing the way we look at something and thus change our experience of it. And when we change our experience of something, we, we change our relationship to it. I imagine I'll be doing a lot of that over the next few days. There's likely something going on in your life. And if there's not, that's okay too. The beginner's mind is an attitude that we can bring with us to any experience. It's important to remember that we are not what happens to us and to remember to observe instead of identifying with something. So let us together be still. Let's turn our curiosity and open heart to our breath for a few minutes. breath is a magical thing, isn't it? So in this meditation, the invitation is to bring the beginner's mind to the experience of breathing. In this guided meditation, let us explore the breath in its wholeness. If we pay close attention, the breath is composed of a beginning and an end, and that curious space between the two. And of course, our mind will wander, perfectly natural. And when this happens, we gently escort our mind back to our breath, our attention and our awareness back to our breath. What an amazing thing the breath is. Much like breathing, mundane tasks that we perform throughout the day, often mindlessly, can be an opportunity to observe with the beginner's mind. Approaching these experiences with curiosity can open the door to an opportunity to Reframe the experience and transform it into something new. I'm going to take another deep breath. I welcome you to do the same. Or if you're in a really good spot with your breath, nice and light and low, feel free to stay there in that space. We often think about breathing as just two things breathing in and breathing out. And yet it really has four different states, doesn't it? The state of breathing in, and that state where we have our lungs full of air feels so good, full of this life-sustaining substance that we know of as oxygen. And yet perhaps we shouldn't just know it. Perhaps we can experience it with wonder and awe. And then, of course, every time we breathe in, we want to breathe out, and we should. (laughs) We exhale, and for a moment, our lungs have a lot less air in them. And the next thing, we're breathing in again. It's a wonderful, beautiful cycle, observing our breath and reframing this experience as one that is full of wonder. And with that, I invite you to open your eyes when you're ready. And if you're not, you're welcome to continue on. Alas, I must get on a plane and go experience something I never wanted to experience And yet, I vow to you and I vow to myself that I will approach it with an open mind and an open heart. And I encourage you to do the same. Take care.